Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Joyce8907 for calling us amazing. Her review reads, two wonderful ladies. My goodness, you two are amazing. I've been a longtime follower of both of you since about day one. Every week and every day, you two gift me and so many other parents with laughter, tears, and such relatable content. Thank you both for doing what you do. Never stop being yourselves. Thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. We gift that is her. Really nice. That is nice, isn't it? I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, my husband got tired of us not talking about anything and just straight up nonsense. So I did uh, I did find a couple of stories to talk about. And he is right. I was just getting straight up lazy. Uh my brain, I'm telling you this decision fatigue, my brain has just been so overwhelmed. So I picked a couple of topics to chat about. But today we have Kim opening up the show for us from Ontario. Be sure to call 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open up the show for us. Hey, this is Kim from Kitchener, Ontario. I'm a mom of a two-year-old saucy girl and 11-year-old boy. Let's open the show a little differently today and instead of doing a mom fail, let's do a very proud mom moment. No lie begging. Did she come up with that? I think so. She she said she wanted us to do a mom bragging moment. Uh a mom Aww. a proud mom moment. And she also said no lie bagging, which I really like that she <laughs> That's cute. Like what a cool brave trailblazing she is a trailblazer isn't she i love it okay so do you have any i'm sure you must have some one yeah a few a schnez of one no i mean i uh, proud mom moment Mm -hmm. just like uh I've been out of town in Georgia, so I haven't really been around lately for the past since Friday, but um, I kept my kids home today so that I could hang out with them. Nice. Because I miss them. Yeah. You were gone yeah. for, a, for a little bit. It was just you and Paris that went? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw I, it. I saw your trip. I mean, what you shared of it anyway. I cried like a baby yeah. when I was leaving. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> what about you? Um, I, uh, don't know if I mentioned this last week or not. I know I mentioned it online on a live or something, but, um, all of my kids' summer camps were canceled obviously because of COVID. And so, uh, they, they were really bummed about that. And then there was a, we found a surf camp that's down at the beach and, I talked with Dave about it and I was like, gosh, should we let the kids do this? Cause they've been boogie boarding all summer. And Sophia was like, I want to learn to surf. And so, uh, uh, we decided that we were going to let them do it. We went and we watched one of the days of surf camp at the end of the last week to see how they did it and to see really were the kids all over each other. What, what were they actually distancing? Um, how many kids were in a group with these coaches 
and they had really small groups. They had three kids with a coach and they were out in the water and it's open air. And so it made me comfortable enough to sign them up. And what I can tell you is I'm so proud of Sophia. She looks so comfortable on a surfboard. They've, my kids were never beach kids prior to coming over to this coast. And I can tell you that they just want to live at the beach now, which is where we've spent most of our time because it's very easy to be outside right now and you're not freaking out. Um, but she's just getting up on that surfboard and she's just like riding in waves. And it's the first thing that she's been excited about since she, um, stopped doing competitive gymnastics. So it made me happy and it made me proud that she was getting out there and enjoying something. And I don't know, it's been good job. It's been great. So there's that. That's amazing. I'm glad that they like it. I'm far away. They're saying I'm too far away. Um, you? I, I can't see their comments. The so. video. The video. They're saying I'm too far away in the video, but I can't move the table because my large dog no. is sitting in I front of it. Can you see the live stream? Is it is it from Dave's point of view? No, it's here. It's just the camera is far, farther away. It's usually right about there. Okay. Well, then maybe it's... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Her arm, it's weird. My kid had a a surgery after she broke her arm. They had to screw the two, the the head of the elbow, the ulna back on. The what? The head of her elbow, the ulna. The head of her elbow. The head, there's like a, so the ulna has that like weird bony side that like sticks out that looks like. Like what you imagine a dog bone, like when they pick up a dog bone, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's got like that piece. It's called the head and it's right here. And when she, when she dislocated her elbow, this snapped off and broke. And so they had to screw the head back onto the bone. So she has a screw inside of that. It's, it's intense, decent sized screw. And she complains that it hurts all the time. So she keeps asking me to take her back and have it removed. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think they take those out. Like, I think that's how it stays on now. (laughs) Like I don't, and she just wants it taken out. She complains every day that it hurts. So she has a, um, pediatrician appointment for a well visit next month. And I'm going to ask them and be like, Hey, my kid had that, um, had that screwed back on. Do they, uh, Do you need an elbow head or can we live without it? Do you need it? Like once the bone heals, can you take the screw out? Is going to be my question. No, because then they're going to have to re-break the bone to get it out, you wacko. Okay, well, I don't don't know the answer to that. It's going to be in. I don't know either. But anyway. So, any who's old MacTuzel, it probably does need to stay in there. Um, Which I, I keep telling her, but she's, you know... 11 and ignores everything I say because I'm a moron and she's constantly telling me how wrong I am about everything in life. So there's that. I was was listening to our podcast on the road trip Mm. Uh, because I've never actually like sit down, sat down and listened to it back. And I was like, man, I really need to speed it up. Like, I feel like I talk really slow and like take forever to get to the point. I don't, I've never noticed that. I have. Really? I think yeah. maybe it's... it's bo- like I was boring myself with my mouth, my own voice. 
anyway, okay, let's get into it. Now I'm in a rush because I want to speed through everything because I feel like I'm too slow. I don't. Well, I don't think that's true. But anyway, all right. So, um, I I, I figured we talk about a couple of stories because I've gotten I have gotten questions about both of these topics emailed to me and messaged to me. So we ran a story over on Filter Free Parents last week about the Hasbro troll doll. Did you see mm-hmm. this, Tiffany? Yes, I did. Okay. So this troll doll, which is based on the character Poppy, um, basically it it has a button on the belly where the belly button would be, and it sings, and it has like 10 different phrases, and it sings different songs. And then what parents noticed was when they opened up the 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 doll, opened the box, and they looked at the doll, there is a second button betwixt Poppy's legs in the vagina spot. And when you push it, she squeals and giggles. Yeah. And that is not noted on the box that anywhere Poppy has a special upside down mix up part button where she giggles and squeals. But this mom, Jessica McManus, started this petition online saying, this is inappropriate for a lot of reasons. Um, she started a petition on change.org where she got well over 200,000 signatures at this point. Um, she says this troll doll is basically conditioning kids. Hold on. Should we do a trigger warning? Trigger warning. Do you that have to just say that? Words that could be triggering to people in regards to abuse. Okay. Is that what you have to say? I think, I don't know if we're going to talk about it. We should at least put it like on the caption of the thing when we post it is all. And Oh, for the, for the episode. Yeah. I thought you meant right this minute. Well, yeah, yes. it doesn't hurt. Okay. All right. Good. To do it now too. Good call. Good call. I didn't think of that and you're correct. But what they're basically saying is this doll and the placement of this button and the sounds that the doll makes when you touch the button, um, are conditioning our kids towards, uh, <clears throat> pedophilia being okay with being touched or molested or pedophilia and they're saying that that's okay and some parents on the other side of this are saying we're really we're really reaching this is such a cancel culture this is such a this this is such a that and then there are lots of parents that are saying well why are we putting a button in that spot anyway like what is the need for a child's toy for a button to be there so i just thought we'd have a conversation about that um well and from what i understand there isn't an actual button correct me if i'm wrong there isn't an actual button on the doll's stomach like there's no it's inside so you so her stomach is flat and you touch it it's like right? yeah, it's like a squeeze, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the crotch, it's an actual protruding. It is. There is button. a there is a cutout. You can see the button. It looks ex- it's a circular button. That's exactly what it looks like that you would right. push. Mm-hmm. And so that's my point. Is that why I don't know. Anyway, so I was interested in what they had to say about it. They said this feature was designed to react when the doll was seated, but we recognize the placement of the sensor may be perceived as inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Does like, what does that mean? Like when you slam it down, it goes, <gasps> when you sit it down, it does it like gasps and giggles. 
And so it, 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 it begs a few questions from me personally. Number one, I'd like to know, how did it get through so many marketing and production meetings that nobody was in the corner raising their hand saying, hey, quick question. Why are we putting a button on Polly, uh, what's her name, Poppy's vagina? Like, why yeah. are we doing, like, why would we put it there? Like, why, if we want Poppy to sing an extra song or do an extra giggle, do we not put it on the hand? Are we not putting, <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was nobody in any one of these, because you have to think. I don't know much about big business, but what I can tell you um, is that there had to have been how many marketing and production meetings and prototypes built of Poppy prior to it going to to production and being in the local Walmart and Target, right? right. There have to. There's no way because I, I just know how many times I have to get a sample of a t-shirt when I'm just printing my own t-shirts where I'm like, you know what? I don't like... I don't like the way the tea looks there. Or I don't like the, the this or the that. And you play with it. And you go back and forth. How many meetings did they have where people were sitting around a table yeah, and looking at a exactly. prototype and think, nope, the vagina, that's where the button should be. And even if it was for sitting, how often in reality are you actually like sitting a doll down? I'm trying to think like. I feel like when my kid plays with dolls, they're standing and just beep, 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 and then thrown. Like it's never like seated so much that there needs to be. Well, or it would make sense. It would make sense if it was one of those like, do you remember the dolls, the the, the ones that you feed the Play-Doh or the bottle with and then you sit them on the toilet? Yeah. That makes sense to seat to have a seated position for the doll because I have I have taken a bunch of Play-Doh out of a, out of that doll's butt before because what was that baby alive? That's what that stupid baby alive was. You'd feed it. Sophia would feed it. There was little Play-Doh things where you could make the it look like peas or carrots or baby food or whatever, and then it would eventually make its way into the diaper. But mostly, I was just pulling Play-Doh out of a doll's butt, right? But yeah. it would sit on a potty and you could make it go pee pee. You'd push its belly and the pee would come out. Yeah. So that would make sense for a seated thing. Here's what the sound sounds like. I'm going to play it. Is that okay? Is that yep. copyright if I play it? Who, Just what the. It's fine. Go ahead. Down here, I figured a video was the best way. Hold on. So I just touched her tummy and she's going to sing for a minute. So but she sings when down you touch. is a button right here on her privates. And if you push those, she makes these sounds. <laughs> like a gasping sound. Interesting. I don't think, I don't know if I had actually heard them. One of them's weird. Yeah. The, <gasps> yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> did, so did, did you also see now the LOL dolls? Yes. So, yes. So what I, and the reason that I'm bringing this up is not to say, is not to trash Hasbro. I think they had a definitely, they had a lapse in judgment with the production and the manufacturing of this doll. Did they jump, did they, did they admit to the fact that it was inappropriately placed and that they were going to take care of it and they got them recalled and anybody who had the doll could bring it in and get a new one. They're doing this. I'm not trying to cancel culture Hasbro because um, yeah, we've, we've purchased many a Hasbro game 
uh, and have them in our homes. And uh, my kids love their toys. But maybe get a mom (laughs) in that room next time you're doing some prototyping. Uh, Mm -hmm. If if there is a if you literally didn't think that that there should have been a concern there, clearly you shouldn't be placing any type of button or thing you need to push or prod or pull on in betwixt a doll's legs. Let's just throw that out there. That word. Yeah. In betwixt. In betwixt. Uh, With that word. I just think that that was... Definitely, they had a lapse in judgment. uh, Sorry. (laughs) I definitely... uh, I just think that that was... There was a lapse there, and this is not about cancel culture at all. Uh, We are not going to play into that because that is... So does that mean we don't want to talk about LOL dolls? No, I, I'm just saying to to, ha- to make that statement on the air about Hasbro. Done. Got it. Moving on next. That Got it. Then people started talking about the LOL dolls. When you take them and you dip them in cold water, icy water, when you pull them up, it what looks like people are saying either bathing suits, underwear, or lingerie show up on the tone, the skin tone of the LOL doll. Lingerie. Yeah. The stockings with the garter belt attached to the underwear. I did see that, yes. Now, my child never had an LOL doll because these became more prominent as she was older, right? Because she's going to be 12. So this is probably more... I don't know. When when did these become popular? Six, seven years ago? Maybe? I don't know. They've haunted my whole life. So okay. Okay. So Ever since big, I started having kids. Big. You're both with both of your girls? Or just mm, Chloe? Pri- yeah. Both. Primarily Chloe. Okay. Primarily Chloe. Okay. So, and I did see the video on that. What I can tell you is uh, for those, I was reading a couple of articles on those and... Um, there was something, there was something about the LOL dolls where they likened them to the monster high and the brats dolls where they were pushing things more to the edge in terms of children's toys. And they probably, they were also marketed more as a toy that was perhaps a bit more on the inappropriate side. And I don't know why anybody would be marketing a children's toy on the inappropriate side, uh, but they kind of lumped them in with these Monster High dolls and these Bratz dolls. Somebody said they feel like we're not vibing today. We're not vibing? No. They feel like we're not vibing. We're not on the same page. We're not meshing. We're not meshing. Okay. Do you get that vibe? I didn't, but... Did you get that vibe? No, I don't think so. Um, I think that we, I'm tired. Maybe that's it. Um, My brain is empty. Um, We have topics now, which we went from just casually having conversations to having topics yeah, well, and I, let's let's just touch on that for a second because I don't want the podcast to be confusing for people. We were all always very structured with the podcast. Yeah. Between the move and the pandemic 
and the heaviness and the decision fatigue and all of that. I stopped creating a, a, a structured format because I felt like everything that I was going through to look for topics, it was all the same stuff. Any Everything anybody was talking about was the pandemic or the fact that there just wasn't much going on because everybody's locked up in their homes or whatever. And there was only... I don't know, something just snapped in my brain and I was like, I don't, I don't want to look for topics right now because it just became to be too much. It's too much. So I, so I shied away from that. And I feel like we've had, I feel like all of our podcasts are great. Uh, and I just liked having conversations with you also because I miss you. And this is our time to connect because we're, this is when we're together during the week. So I kind of let that slide. And then Dave was like, you need to get organized and stop being uh, a trash person. And I was like, okay, um, <laughs> let me get on that. And fun fact, first of all, I guess this happened a long time ago and I just now saw the comment. So I have to address it because that's how my brain is set up. Um, but also, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I don't know what we're going to talk about until we are literally live and rolling. Like she sends me the script and the Zoom link, link, what's it called? Link. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always like surprised by what we're talking about. And so, um, so yeah, I didn't know what it was today, but uh, there are days where we're peppy and happy. There are days where we're tired. There are days where um, the truth is I don't like Meredith and maybe that's coming out a little bit oh, on the podcast. Like I mm-hmm. can't stand her mm-hmm. face. Mm. I have nightmares about it. <laughs> Oh wow. That got that got really <laughs> I'm just kidding. aggressive at the end there. It went from I don't like her to I can't physically look at her face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Meredith. Um I consider her one of my very best friends in the whole world. Well, that's good cuz I thought we were much closer much earlier on in the relationship and I was wrong. So I'm glad that yes. we finally got to a place where we can agree that we are friends. Yes, and also I'll just talk about this on the podcast real quick. Um, I went to Georgia and got back yesterday or at like three or four in the morning. I went to visit my stepdad who's very sick and, um, he has cancer. And so we went and spent time with him. I didn't bring the kids with me because it would have been like too much, I think for him and stuff. And so, um, I went and spent time with him and then I got back really late. And then I fought with my husband for like six hours in a row and here I am now. So it feels like everything is falling apart, even though it's not. Me and him are much better. We had a talk that we needed to have. Um, you know how you have those like knock down, drag out, scream, everything rips apart, and then you start putting it back together again together. You get out things Did that, that happen you normally... today? Huh? That happened today? Uh, yesterday and today. Oh where gosh. you say the things that you've been holding on forever Mm -hmm. and it all just comes out and it's like, well, what are you going to, what do you want to do? What are we going to do? And so that's what it was. Um, And so, yeah, actually I feel like we're, we're wonderful at the moment. It was, we really needed to have the conversation and it was good. And now um, I have a better understanding of what he needs from me and vice Mm -hmm. versa And so there's a lot swimming around my brain and we just happened to be talking about LOL dolls. 
while this is going on. So if, if the vibe is off um, and don't anybody cancel the people who said that either, because they have a right to give their feedback and give their opinion. And it's important to me to hear what people are saying so that we can either address it or fix it. And in this case, I don't think it needs to be fixed, but I did want to address it and let everybody know that we're good. We're human. We all have weird personal pandemic type stuff going on and we're just trying to do the best that we can. Yeah. And I am sorry to hear about your um, stepfather and Thanks. I'm glad you got to go and have time with just you and Paris and them. Yeah. <laughs> what was that face? Did you fight with your sister? Of course, dude. Yes, absolutely. So many. I almost like dove out of the car when she went to drop me off at my house yesterday. Like oh dove. Gosh. I was so ready to get out of the car. You guys are so funny. It's like an eight hour trip. It is. It is a hike. Yeah. You're right. It is. It's actually only an, it's an hour from here to Georgia. What are you talking about? Yeah, because I'm all the way up north. Oh, to Georgia. Yeah, to Georgia. Oh, okay. But not where my stepdad lives, obviously. No, I don't know know where your stepdad lives, but I just know where the Georgia line is, was my point. I was like, wait. But from you, from where you are, yeah. Because we drove last year, we drove up to Great Wolf Lodge, which is in Georgia. We took the kids there um, for Thanksgiving. And it was a friggin' hike. I think it was 10 and a half or 11 hours to the Great Wolf Lodge from where we, from where we were. So yeah, that's a hike and a half. It's a long time to be in the car with anybody. Dude, no, listen, no, no, uh, no. It's just misunderstanding every mile on the mile. It's, it's a misunderstanding constantly. And so I feel the need to explain what, where I was coming from. And then she feels the need to explain where she was coming. Like, I'll give you an example. Okay. When she was going to drop me off at the house, she's like, do you usually take, let's call it Bumblebee road to get to your house? And I'm like, um, you can, but I usually take East. And she's like, what? I'm like, I usually take East, but there's like five different ways to get there. And she's like, okay. So she turns right on Bumblebee road. And she's like, um, do I go straight here or left? And I was like, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure I don't usually go this way. She's like, what do you mean you don't go this way? And I was like, well, I said I usually take east. She's like, so you're telling me I'm going the wrong way right now and you didn't even stop me? And I was like, no, it's not the wrong way. You can get there this way. It's just I usually take east. That's what you asked. And she's like, wow, when you said East, I thought you meant going out East. I didn't know you meant actual East road. Maybe next time you could be a little more specific. And I was like, well, I don't, I didn't know you wanted to take the exact very road that I happened to take home because there's five different ways to get there. And she's like, what? And as I was like saying that sentence, she just turns the radio up full blast to cut me off. And I, I, I'm not getting, I was like counting down the seconds we pulled in my driveway so I could get the F out, but it's just misunderstandings. Well, why, why didn't, if she was concerned, didn't she just put your address into Google maps? Okay. Or why didn't she say it wasn't Google maps? That's the thing is it was, and she could have gone any way she wanted. We were literally like right by my neighborhood, but there's like four or five different cross streets. But the thing is, is like, why does it matter? You can still get there this way. Like here's the road. There's you two are so funny. My house is here. And she went here instead of here, but it doesn't matter. So if she would have said, hey, I want to drive down the exact same road that you use 
to go home, where do I, where is that? My answer would have been different. Mm. You guys are so funny. Don't get me started, dude. Don't get me started. Okay. Sorry. So anyway, you are so blessed to have a sister. Oh, I know. (laughs) I love her. So I know. Much. I know you do, but it doesn't mean you're going to get along all the time either. We there's like a two hour time limit before a fight starts. Yeah, we, we have two good hours and then it's over. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's two good hours. Yeah, I saw so your anyway, I saw your raft ride, dude. Dude, I I did not want to get on the raft the whole time. She rode the raft for three hours, begged me, and I'm like, no, because I don't like the water. I don't like danger but I eventually went on and then this idiot as we're pulling into the dock leans forward to pull the rope for some reason which is not even something you do she just thought she was MacGyver and was gonna I don't know what she thought and suddenly like this murky dark water starts creeping up onto the raft next thing I know I'm in the water and I put my feet up out of the water behind me to get as much of my body out of the water as I could to like reduce the amount of skin for alligators to eat. Right. The boat just kept going, dude. And I started bawling and screaming and I was frozen and paralyzed and I just wanted to sink to the bottom, but I was wearing a life jacket. So I was like trapped, (laughs) but it was a good time. Minus the almost getting eaten by an alligator part. It was close. Yeah. The second my toe touches any type of fresh water, I assume the alligators are coming for me. And the second my toe touches any type of salt water, I assume the sharks are coming for me. So yeah, I I understand that. I do. I do. I'm so sorry. Let's move on to another topic that people are going to get pissy about. Um, And I'm nobody was pissy. No, I'm just saying there's potential for people to be pissy about this one for sure. We might Uh, as well. May as well. I just thought that everybody has been messaging me and asking me about this. So I thought we'd throw it out on the podcast. Okay. The COVID-19 vaccine. Are you kidding? Nope. This is what we're going to talk about. Well, I think, I think we have to, I think that it's, it's going to be here within the next couple of months. So I think that I think that okay. people should. I think that there's so there's a, a cup, couple of things. Okay, couple of things. Um, Sage isn't up here. You, <laughs> spray some spray something up there so you get some good vibes going. Lavender, on. some <laughs> lavender. So I, I he, here's the thing. Uh, there are people who will get vaccines. And do get vaccines for everything and anything that comes out and their kids are vaccinated. There are people Uh who do not vaccinate. They do not vaccinate themselves. They do not vaccinate their kids. We are in a time where we are, we are undoubtedly in the middle of a pandemic and the, I don't even know how many companies are trying to create a vaccine right now for this. Russia has stated that they have one, but they skipped phase three trial testing, which sounds uh, very dangerous because you need the phase three testing in order to know if, if, if it's going to work, if you're going to grow a third arm or like, correct. What, what is going to happen? (laughs) 
I they're mean, gonna turn into zombies right and you know what i feel like i'm also behind the curve of the pandemic because i did not watch the walking dead and mm. so if we are gonna have zombies soon because that's zombies right yes yeah i don't know how to how to deal with zombies because i didn't watch the walking dead they're called walkers but um walkers yeah okay. usually like a knife to the brain will do it a knife to the brain okay, okay yeah good Okay, so uh, I fi- the, the, what I figured we would discuss is um, just a couple of things about it because we are gonna. It is going to become front and center when it is available, and people have to start making a decision as to whether or not they're going to get it. Um, that's just a fact of life at this point. Uh, yeah. Another fact of life is that school is starting to go back in session across the country, and. Schools are getting shut down across the country because kids are coming in or staff members are coming in and testing positive for COVID. And then they're trying to figure out how to shut the schools down. Um, It's already happened um, here in Florida as well as Georgia. So these are things that are facts of life. It is going to be things that we're going to have to deal with. It is not just as simple as I'm sending my kid back or I'm not. The the I, I believe, I firmly believe that within the next four weeks, school will be disrupted and learning plans will be disrupted because this is going to happen. It's 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 going to happen. I taught for 13 years. It's going it's awesome. going to happen. It's going to happen. Cool, cool, cool. This is so, good. I love this. I'm sorry. Do you not want to not talk about it? I just feel like <laughs> it is going to it is it is going to be something that we're gonna have to have on our plates here. Okay. it's not making me happy to talk about it. I'm not excited to talk about it, but what do we do? This is where we live now. And here's another reason I stopped making show (laughs) agendas because this is the, these are the things that are going on that we have, that we have to talk about. This is the exact reason I told Dave, I didn't want to make show agendas anymore. I haven't even read it. So I don't even know what we're going to talk about. So don't let me stop you. So what they say, what I'm I'm, nervous, what I'm trying to just get out in the mix of all of this is that, uh, okay. I'll just read this part with the entire world anxiously awaiting the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. It is certainly sobering to discover that based on a recent poll from the associated press, only about half of Americans, 50% of people said that they will get the vaccine. Roughly 30% weren't sure that the, if they'd get, Oh wait, only about half of Americans said they would get a vaccine. Roughly 30% were sure, weren't sure if they would get vaccinated and one in five said they'd refuse. I don't understand the math on that at all, but this was from the Associated <laughs> Press. None of that seems like it adds up to a hundred, but whatever. You had me until the yeah, one I, in five. And once they again, I didn't, I didn't write this. I know they went to fractions. Like what? The <laughs> fuck? Um, don't be trying to teach me math in the middle of all this either. Let me throw right. that in there. What's more troubling is that parents of young children are among those skeptical of a vaccine for the novel novel coronavirus. They're fearful that it's too rushed and that to produce one within a year would mean it's not safe, which I, I understand that fear. Mm -hmm. They don't want their family to be a Guinea pig for a brand new vaccine. What they want you to know is that every year the flu vaccine is a new vaccine because every year there's a new strain. So there's modifications on the vaccine each and every year. 
So that's one thing to throw out there. Um, conspiracy theorists about vaccines are at a record high right now. Jessica Rivera, an infectious disease epidemiologist, states. Um, they're saying, to date, the most effective, effective vaccine we have is the measles vaccine, which is your MMR, mm-hmm. which is 98% effective against your child picking up or contracting measles, mumps, or rubella. Nice. We'd be lucky if the first COVID-19 vaccine is about a 70% effectiveness. Because they have to work towards getting that high number of effectiveness. So Makes they're sense. saying, we'll be lucky if this first vaccine is at a 70% rate. Are there side effects? Like, I'm sure there that are we side, know of? I'm sure there, well, that's what phase three testing is for. And here's the thing. You need to go through phase three testing of this vaccine when you have sick patients because you have to have somebody to, to vaccinate. Right. 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 So right now is actually the time to make the vaccine because you have people. So it's not like snake venom where like if you've got it, we're going to give you this vaccine and you're going to be cured. It's like preventative. No. Correct. It is what the va- what they're saying the vaccine will do is give you a better shot. So you get the vaccine, your body, your body says, I don't like that COVID-19 cell. I'm going to produce cells that will fight it and murder it. For those of you that can't see, Meredith is making a mouth with her hand as if her, her, her freaking injection site is talking. And so then the body says, well, all right, let's tag team and get this bitch in action. And then it kind of builds up immunity to that. So then if somebody walks down the street and sneezes on you and has that, the body already knows we don't like that. We're going to work hard to fight it. Okay, this is all a very dummy down, watered down version of what actually happens. But I actually have a good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine. Her husband is this type of doctor. He's an epidemiologist and he is she's my friend, too. She's your friend, too. And and her husband is works at one of uh, and works at a major hospital in Dallas. And he when he came to my home, I asked him all of these questions. I said, when the vaccine comes out, will you take it? And he said, yes, I will, because it will either lessen the severity of COVID-19 if I get it, or it will help me not get it because my body will know we don't like this. We're going to build immunity towards it. Or it will turn you into a mouse. I don't think that's on the side effect list, but I'll be sure to check. Okay. The other thing he said was he would take the vaccine if someone it was, paid him. No, if it was at least 50% or more efficacy, meaning it will have, it will work. He said, if it's a coin toss, 50-50, I'm going to take it. They're saying this is roughly going to be about 70% going to work. Okay, so what about the people who are saying that this is a way for the government to put chips in us? I don't think I have a good response for that. I don't know why. Um, why do they need to chip us? We all pretty much have cell phones. They can listen to everything we're saying anyway. Or we have an Alexa 
in our homes. You think they're not listening to us there? What do they need to chip us for? I don't know. Um, I'm just, I'm just conversating. Yep. No, I understand. Uh, I don't believe that. What? That they're trying to chip us. Okay. But they could if they wanted. Sure. What about, what about population control? You think they're doing this for population control? I don't know. Are they? I don't have a good answer to that either. People are using too many of the natural resources. Mm, okay. Okay. So All they right. need to get, they need to save the natural resources by giving people. Okay. So here's, I'm just an, kidding. Here's another thing that this, this doctor said, she says that, Uh, The U.S. regulatory system is designed to prioritize safety above all else. When vaccines are in clinical trials, they are moved forward to the next phase when the goals are met and and in the early cases, the goals are safety and tolerability. If it is causing any adverse events, like perhaps turning someone into a mouse, (laughs) they stop the trial and they um, they then figure out how do they change that so that the outcome is not turning the person into a mouse, per right. se. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so Russia just skipped that and was apparently. like, YOLO. Yep. Apparently. Apparently they did. The U.S. is in phase three where they have a handful of candidates. And by this stage, they've already met the goals and they are working to show the efficacy, meaning the, the how like, is it 60%, 70%, the effectiveness, the efficacy of the vaccine? It's, Correct. You love that word. It's a good word. It's a good word. I want it to be effective. I want it yeah. to work. Yeah. I want, I want, I want to be out of a pandemic. I want Preach. to, I want to not have to go out and wear masks anymore, but these are, yes. this is where we are. Um, yeah. So. Well, that's, that's good news. Mm-hmm. Um, there, a myth that people are having right now with this is my kids will be experimental test subjects with most emerging vaccines. They are distributed based on need. Personally, I don't think that children would be at the top of the list because of the clinical data that suggests that they are not experiencing the worst outcomes. There are zero things in this world that involve zero risk. However, the data is overwhelming, overwhelmingly to show that they're safe and effective and that they've only gotten safer and more effective over time in terms of vaccines vaccines are they going to be required i don't think they can require that well like if you're you want to send your kid to school are they going to require your kid to get the vaccine so that they don't contract it and spread it that's going to be um that's going to be nobody knows right each state has a different ruling in terms of uh, vaccinations and sending your kids to school. So like it's state, not County. Right. Okay. Um, I, I think it's state. Cause like in Florida, you have to vaccinate, um, or you have to show up with a letter that states why you can't vaccinate in order for a religious your kid to exemption. Go. could be a religious exemption. And it has to be, it has to be deemed appropriate uh, or necessary for the, for the school to accept your student. So I think that it's by state. Um, so, and of course we don't have that information. The flu shot is not required. However, 
they go to school to give free flu shots to students, the county health departments in the state of Florida do. And you have to sign a paper that says, yes, I want my child to get it or no, I do not. Um, and I have, been, I've talked about this and I've been, and I've, I've talked about this for my kids are all vaccinated and we get the flu shot every year. Um, which is what I choose to do. Right. Uh, so that's my choice and my choice is that I, I vaccinate. I, I mean, uh, I was as a, as a public school teacher, I, we used to get our flu shots in the staff, in the staff, uh, lunch bathroom, not the bathroom, shooting each other. The the lunch room, they used to come in and set it up and they used to give free flu shots to teachers, which they probably still do that. Um, but after I was done teaching, I just go to Publix or CVS or whatever, and I just get my flu shot, you know, and my $10 gift card, because usually they give you a gift card with your flu shot, which I don't know. What? I don't know why you're thumbing me up. Wow. My husband is really angry right now. Is he? We, he, he, it was a customer, another customer service issue that came up. And oh, was, we talked about that last week. Yeah. And he's very, something happened and he had to just, and he, he had to fight with somebody for a refund and it's just, oh, he talked nicely. He said, but his face says otherwise. Um, so yeah. So I think once again, you have to go back to this whole thing that we talked about before with sending your kids back to school. There are no good choices. There are no right choices right now. And we're all being given really a, a shitty situation that we have to live through. Uh, but what I can tell you is do, do your research, hmm. make your choice based on what you feel is right for you to do. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your choice. But I don't think you should tell other people not to if that's their choice. That's great advice. I think I have like a weird trauma response or like defense mechanism or something going on where like anytime anyone tries to talk to me about like school or vaccines or COVID-19 or anything. I just shut down. Like I can feel it happening. My eyes glaze over and it's like my body goes into this, you know, freeze mode where it's like, I don't want to deal with it. And I know I have to, and I know it's like childish or whatever, but like, I can't help it. It's almost involuntary at first. What? Hey. Oh, hi. By the way. Is this God? No. Is it you, Jesus? I'm looking at you on the camera. What? Your, <laughs> what? your eyes are all lit up. Mine? Yeah. You got, like, My eyes are something. lit up? You look fancy. She, he, was brought, he was trying to compliment you and say you look nice. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. I did a little sassy sorbet eyeshadow today. It's oh. fancy. I think I might do it later. Okay. But, you know, I, I was, I, before this, I was getting ready to tell Meredith that I'm, I'm not okay, but I don't Same. know why I'm not okay. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I'm just not okay. So I, I, I get the whole just shutting down thing. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm physically, I'm done in every way you can be done. I think I, but I think that that's, we were talking about the roller coaster effect of this pandemic where you have the video you did, the mood swings, your pandemic mood swings, where mm -hmm. one minute you're just like trying to talk to, to the kids about crafting and making these projects. And the next you're hiding, eating the cheese balls and 
crying about the movie Frozen or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's, and the problem is we can't get off the ride. The ride isn't stopping and we can't get off the damn ride. We can't get out of the cart. The seatbelt isn't, isn't loosening up and we're just stuck. And so you have to go through these highs and lows of this. And now we're approaching the six, six month mark. And I don't think in the beginning of this that our brains could have even fathomed that this is the point that we would be at, but we're here. And I keep looking at Dave and I keep saying to him, are you, are you, are you okay? You're not okay. What, what do you need? What, what can I do? And he, and he can't tell me, but I can see it and I can feel it. You've, have you ever been next to somebody and you can just feel it coming off of them? It's like, it's like so intense that well, you just okay. You're that's how I live my life. You're every confusing day. my hotness with my being. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, I get it. Dave might be experiencing a little bit of depression. Mm-hmm. Look, it's I'm, totally so, possible. Yeah, I mean, in in my jobs, in all the jobs I've had, right, or at least my most recent jobs, I was the guy in charge of making problems go away, right. So mm. in the how in the home, I'm in charge of making problems going go away. I'm the one that's supposed to take the call and deal with whoever and whatever, so that my family doesn't have to because I don't want them to. But it doesn't stop, and there is no upside right now, right? I mean, sometimes there's a break, but not not recently, and that's that's just it. It, it just feels like we haven't been able to catch our breath the whole time, right. you know, where you just, you need, you need that, that like, I need the shit storm to stop for a hot minute so that I can catch my breath and we can go. And we also chose to, to, to make, we made major life choices in the middle of a shit storm. Yes, you did. Yes, we did. And don't give me side eye, Tiffany. I'm not. I don't know how you did it. Um, why? Give her instructions for those eyes you got though. Oh, good Lord. Oh, did Thank you show you. her your glasses? No. Oh, they're hot. Oh, my God. What happened? Her glasses. Whose? This one. Meredith wears glasses? No, they're oh. blue light glasses for the computer. <gasps> I have those. Yeah. I haven't even opened them. Oh, my gosh. They're the best. I've been really? using them. I've been using them in front of the computer nonstop since I, I opened them. I told her them. to keep them on. <laughs> I'm not trying. I want to check out a book, please. Ew, Dave. This is not... This is not the podcast where you try out your cheesy porn lines. I, it's cute role playing. But yeah, I just, I really, I'm, I hate the fact that I'm the adult and I yes. can't stress that enough. I yes. really hate the fact yeah. that during this pandemic, I am the adult. I am in charge. I am to make the decisions that are best for everybody. I really wish my mommy was here and my daddy was here and I could be living in a bedroom in their house, listening to InSync and having no clue what's going on in life. There you go, girl. Yeah, we could be twinsies. Hey, I'm protecting my retinas. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, you got that, the blue light special. (laughs) (laughs) I gave you I love it. They, they're, but I do. I've been wearing them in front of my computer, and I, they're, they're protecting my corneas, my retinas, and whatever else is in the jelly of my eyeball. You protect Ew. those corneas. <laughs> Ew, Dave, stop being gross. Uh, yeah. So I just, I feel, I feel that. I feel what you just said a billion percent. I don't want to be the like adult. These, con- the conversations that we just had, I feel like I was not contributing because 
I disassociated while you were talking the whole time. And sorry about that. No, it's, but it's, but that's why I told Dave that I stopped, I stopped really scheduling these podcasts because it's like, it's the same shit. It's, are are we sending our kids back to school? Are we going to do remote learning? Are we going to vaccinate? Are we going to be stuck here for another year in this torture hellhole where it's like, it's like, we're just having a tea party with fucking Satan. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do any of this anymore. And nobody else does either. But you go on, whether you're watching the news or looking for fun stories to talk about on your podcast, it's all the same awful steamy pile of shit. And so I, I stopped and he's like, I don't know why you stopped structuring the podcast. It's like, cause there's nothing to talk about other than prime evil. We're going to need to check the uh, explicit box on this episode. You know what else? You know what? Mm. While you're at it, mm. just edit out all the, the topics. <laughs> We're going oh, natural today, baby. Oh, Lord. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it, it's, it's just, and Dave was like, you got to get back on that structure. You got to get back on that schedule. And I understand. It makes sense. That's but what I the don't first want to. Four seasons were. That's what people expect. But like, I get it. I get it. That what 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 do we talk about? It's the same mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's divisiveness. Mm-hmm. It's people's political opinions. It's drama. It's negativity. You know, and it's a lot for me. And it's so what if- Paige just said on the live feed. It's what everyone's hammered with every day. We don't want. To, and 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 I feel like this hour, hour and fifteen minutes, whatever we end up doing, I feel like this should be such a safe space. right now and it just feels like it gets violated when we bring up these topics over and over again we're doing so uh those of you listening to the podcast now better have your phones next week oh we're gonna call people next week yeah oh good let's call people that's fun it is it's like a break from all the stuff because if if in my opinion and this is why i don't really talk about it on my personal page either you could throw a grain of salt and hit somebody who's talking about the things that people are talking about mm-hmm. everywhere. Oh, yeah. It would be cool for people to pop this in and know that it's an escape. Know that like it may be structured. It may not, but no matter what, it's not going to make you stress. Like talking about vaccines and no offense. I know you were between a rock and a hard place. What the hell? It's important. People should talk about it. And who better to hear it from than people who, you know, you look look to for info and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, it's depressing. And that I don't even know what to say. Well, and I'm I, right there with you. That was the whole thing. It's like we're, we're bringing these up because it's topics in the news that are pertaining to parents and that we should have a conversation about. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with any of this. If we're being honest, I get up in the morning and I put on the same pair of shorts and the same, I have three (laughs) pairs of shorts and three tank tops that I swap in and out because I don't want to think. I just keep watching the same shit over and over again and putting it on. And then I don't even want to brush my hair. So I just put on my hat and I'm just like, that's it. That's all I've got for today. That's it. And that's been six months. Maybe, maybe we could pivot and become a golf podcast no just shut up that's stupid um whoa meaning it's not i'm I'm open dude you are not open to a golf (laughs) podcast get out of here let's pivot let's pivot let's pivot let's pivot 
Was there a third topic out of curiosity? No, because I quit after the vaccine one. Then I just started getting depressed. And then I was like, this is what we're going to have to talk about. And then everybody's going to get pissy because you're going to have the people who want to get it and the people who don't want to get it. And I just don't want to, I'm telling you, I don't want to ride the ride anymore. I don't want to ride the ride. Let's, you know what? After next week, next week, we're going to do callers. We're going to call people the week after you need to come up with another fun filled conspiracy episode. Fun filled. That's right. (laughs) Because we had fun talking about them. I agree. And there are so many conspiracies out there. There's no way you got them all with that one show. Now you got some really good ones, but you need to do, you need to do some work and go find us some more conspiracies. I would love to. Because I feel like those are fun because number one, you don't know if it's true or not. You can pick a side and what difference does it make? Let's right. just have fun. Right. With it. It's just fun to explore other parts of your brain and just like think about alternative realities. Like the fact that we're in a simulation, but that's for another time. Ooh, Casey okay. just had a good point there. What? Has anyone freed Britney yet? Maybe we should do a Britney watch every week. Oh, good Lord. Mm, I Brittany think Ote. she's still, I think she's still in her house. Um, but I did, I, I brought this up to Dave last night. We were talking about it, but I think we were talking about it in HME. So I'll ask you this question and you tell me what you think. Okay. About me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say I'm walking in my neighborhood, getting my exercise on, getting my morning walk in. Sometimes when I get next to a really dense section of forest, I worry that a serial killer is going to pop out and nab me. Yeah. Now, my brain says to me, don't get too close to the shrubbery. Serial killers could be close. Watch out Mm -hmm. for bad guys. That's what my brain tells me. So then my brain says to me, hey... If you're worried about getting nabbed by a serial killer, does the serial killer worry about bad guys? Or because the serial killer is the bad guy, do they not ever worry about bad guys? Interesting question. But I don't think that a serial killer worries about bad guys. Why? When you, what do you mean? Worry about getting mugged or just about ba- like, you know how, like as a person, when you have fears, you worry about like the intruder or the robber or the bad guy. Well, the, yeah. the example she said was you're walking, you walk down a dark alley. You're kind of like looking over your shoulder. If the serial killer walks down a dark alley, are they just like whistling and having a good time or are they <laughs> looking well, over their because shoulder? I, and worried? Because do, do they not worry about bad guys because they're the bad guy? They probably worry about cops because they're on a mission and they're so laser focused. That's what I said. I I said the cops are the bad guys to the bad guys. Yeah, I was a bad guy. Well. And the cops were definitely a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) That's all I worried about. But you know what I mean, right? Like, so it flips like in your, like, but Dave also said that most, like, serial like legitimate serial killers or sociopaths so they probably don't worry about bad guys because that's not a thing in their brain that like like fires off and is like hey gotta watch out for the other serial killers (laughs) you might be in a club with them anyway you know like whose turn is it probably serial killer potluck yeah like i mean i don't know i don't know what's happening i'm not trying to make light of this i'm just saying who's bringing the beans (laughs) but um 
But that's what I was, I was literally thinking about that the other day while I was on a walk. I was like, do bad guys think about other bad guys or like worry about other bad guys? Or is that like not even a fear? And cause like it, it does eat up quite a bit of my day. <laughs> just saying. I agree. That's why you don't go for walks. No, that's. You just sit on the couch. No, no. And eat. When I'm vacuuming in I'm my sure. house, I worry that that's the moment that I'm going to be robbed because I won't hear them break in because I won't be able to hear them over the vacuum. Yeah. So when legit. I'm vacuuming, I always vacuum towards the door and I back away from the door so that I can, I can hit the intruder with the vacuum. That's so much smarter than what I do. What do you I, do? I vacuum and I'm just. <laughs> 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 I, I do that sometimes the too. S- surprise element. <laughs> element of surprise. I think I'm not looking, but. Yeah. Constantly but, whipping my head around. Yeah. And then you get a sore neck and you're like, yeah. why does my neck hurt? And it's like, cause I was pretending karate chop a bad guy that didn't exist. Keeping an eye out. But those are the things that I worry about. And my husband's like, I don't understand how you make it through a single day yeah. with all of that worry and dread in your brain. And I'm like, I'm not sure either, but that's the stuff that's in my head all of the time. Well, you know what? I think it's a blessing and a curse because you're prepared. You know, it's it's the girl who's snapping selfies and not paying attention that's going to, you know, not be prepared. If you're always prepared, you can karate someone right in the D when they come up to you because right. you know they're coming. Right in the D. Sir, I'm yeah. going to karate chop you in the D now. Because- I read somewhere that if you're walking through a dark parking lot at night, oh, I forgot I had makeup on. I just itched my eye. I read that if you're walking in a dark parking lot, A, wear your hair down because buns are easy to grab onto. B, you should walk with your keys between your hands Mm -hmm. as an extra line of defense. C, your head is supposed to be on a pivot so that they know that you're aware. Got it. Constantly. Um, And D is when you go to unlock your car, don't hit it twice. Just unlock one side. So that if they're waiting on the other side of your car for you to unlock it and jump in, they can't jump in before you have a chance. Yeah. And, and how, and how awful is it that every time I get into the car, I look into the back seat because I assume a murderer is behind my seat ready to stick a knife to my neck. Yeah, but you have to look before you get in the car. Once you're in, it's too late. Nah, you could jump back out. I just, I'm just saying, and that's from, that's from all of those scary stories that were told back in, you know, 1980, yeah. whatever, so, you know, she every does that movie. every but horror I, movie, but I tell her all the time, I'm like, look, when the Uber shows up, make sure that the, the child lock is not on the door because they can have it where you can't get out or they can have the window Ooh, where you can't open the point. window. Right. And I was like, you open the door. Make sure you can put the window down and make sure that you can lock and unlock the door before you get in. You know, that's a lot, but it's very important. I do always check and make sure they're there for me, though. I'm like, who are you here to pick up? Let me look at the license plate because they send you the license plate number now. It's up on the app. It shows you Mm -hmm. the driver's name and most of the time a picture of who they are and the driver's and the license plate. So they are if they if they were coming to murder me, it was the right person. Right. You'll know after the fact. I'm just saying. I saw a funny meme. It might have been Lori who posted it, but it was like, if a clown popped out of the woods, if a clown told me to follow him in the woods, I'd just go at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt that. Yeah, I think we're all just, you know, it's just, it's, it's, 
It's too much. It's all too much. And the decision fatigue has gotten so heavy because before it used to be like, you'd sit down with your spouse or whatever and talk about your partner and talk about the kids and be like, okay, we have to talk about this topic. And this one is a heavy one for the kids. But now every decision is a heavy topic for the kids or for you. Uh Uh-oh. Well, you left. I didn't know where you went. I gotta go check on my kitty. He's been really quiet. Keep talking. Hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, Tiffany apparently got snatched up by somebody. She's off the, the clown she's, in the closet. The clown in the closet got her. She's moved. But yeah, I just I feel like I feel I really do feel like everybody is feeling the same way, which is just done. Put a fork in me. Toast. There's nothing left to be said. There's nothing left to do. And I don't know how to make anybody in my house feel any better at this point. Who's at the door? He's literally sitting on the floor waiting for me to be finished. Brian is? Yes. Because I told him he could go outside at 4, four o'clock, o'clock. And it's 4.20 and we're not done with the podcast yet. So he is sitting at my door because I told him he could go outside at 4 o'clock. Um, All this anxiety talks make me nervous. So you went to check on your kid? Yeah, because his dad had to go fix my mother-in-law's air conditioning or something. And so it's just me and Caden here. And Caden's chill. He's right on, but he's, but it's just been a while since I've checked on. I was yeah, just saying, Brian is literally sitting outside the door, he's, yeah. waiting, looking through oh, the really? door, just, just watching. Yeah, because he, I told him he could go outside at four o'clock, but then the podcast wasn't over. So he knows he can't go outside until he checks with me because uh, he wants to ride his bike. But, um, you know, he, it's a new, it's still a relatively new neighborhood. So I like to check and make sure that there's, you know, everything is fine. Right. Um, But anyway, so yes. So I kind of feel like we have to, we have to, for the time being, for everybody's mental sanity, I think we should keep things very conversational and not structured on the podcast right now. I I don't disagree. I just. Not topical, like, unless it's a fun topic. Right. We, We can do topics without it having to deal with well you go you go you go check check for some topics then that can be that can be your job because i'm telling you i'm just telling you i'm i I did once i didn't know that's why we weren't doing it i would have just done i I just did once i just did 12 podcasts for the year phone calls okay thanks dave you're welcome you're the best thank you so much for your contribution (laughs) i'm just kidding that's more than i've done i'm talking to so any Hoozle McToozle, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. What it's it, fine. What even is this podcast that we just did? A shit salad. Is it know. weird? Should we like get together like tomorrow and redo it with callers or something? I still feel like it was a podcast. Yeah. Was it? It's a, it was a bit of a sideways one. Yeah. But, you know. Maybe with some master editing. <laughs> or like two other people who did the podcast for us. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on, on trying to get some guests to have some, some conversations. And we're going to do the phone calls. So if we can do one guest a month. And if we can do phone calls once a month, then each of you do one a month. That's, that's it. Dave's so proud he just came up with an idea. It's 25% of the time. Each of okay, you, yes. cool. That's math. <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> All right. 
All right. So okay. sounds good. I'm glad we had our, our podcast meeting with the listeners this week to discuss how we were going to format the show moving forward. I'm sure they were so, I'm sure they were so psyched to be in that meeting. Um, yeah. but no, it was a podcast. Uh, no need to redo people are in there saying it's fine. It's fine. No need to redo. Yeah, it's, no. fine. it's hard to keep hearing conspiracy. The- what? No. It's hard to keep hearing conspiracy theory topics. I if think that we once. can do another one. We only did it one time. We totally I'm doing did. at least five more. At least, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. I think this is going to be more of a leave it. Who said that? <laughs> no, nobody said that. Oh. Nobody said that. <laughs> we so put bad. leave it or take it. <laughs> get it? Correct. Leave it. the. Or... I get it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. So with that being said... I feel spent. We'll definitely tune in again for some fun. I need to stop reading comments. That's the problem. I'm reading too much into them. So join us next week for another another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who clearly have have no idea idea what we're doing. What we're doing. At all. At all. Okay, great. All right, I love you. Thank we'll you see for you guys. sticking with me. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. I love you. Bye. <laughs>